Support for this podcast comes from Canva. When you look good, you feel good. But when your presentations look great, it can feel like you're walking on a cloud. You can design stunning work presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos with Canva. Start with a designer-made template. Use it as a springboard for your design. Add images, graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome back to the Prop G Pod's Office Hours. This is the part of the show where we answer your questions about business, big tech, entrepreneurship, and whatever else is on your mind. If you'd like to submit a question, please email a voice recording to officehours at propgmedia.com. Again, that's officehours at propgmedia.com. I have not seen or read these questions. First question. Hi, Prof G. This is Indrajit from Kuwait. I have a question related to online car sales. As you know, most of the legacy brands and almost all of the new startups like Rivian or Lucid are offering uh, car sales completely online, either through an e-commerce store or for placing a car for future production. My question is, what percentage of cars do you think in the year 2023 will be sold 100% online by the legacy brands? And I have a related question in the year 2025, which brand do you think will dominate the U.S. market in terms of electric vehicle sales? Uh, Indrajit from Kuwait, thanks for the question. One of the things I'm excited about living in London, or one of the reasons I'm excited about living in London, is I want to spend more time in the Gulf. It's a part of the world I know very little about. I just met uh, the guy who runs the Sovereign for Bahrain. You seem like a really interesting, neat man. I want to go to Bahrain. I'm going to Qatar and Dubai for the World Cup. But I just want to spend more time there, and I want to get to know more people from the Gulf. Uh, anyways, ABC reported that in the U.S., almost 30% of new car sales in 2021 were made online. Before COVID, less than 2% of vehicles were purchased online. And in 2019, Tesla started to only sell online. Now, that's misleading. Why? I would argue that for the last 10 years, maybe 20, 90% plus of cars have been sold online. What do I mean by that? You've done all of your research, you've done all of your comparison, and you've made the decision online. You've done everything from look at different models then have them drop cookies on your browser and then start haunting you about that new Audi Q7 that you want and finally say, okay, I'm going Audi. You go online, you configure the car down to the leather piping on the seats. You know what it costs. You know exactly what you want. You printed it out. You went into your local dealership and said, this is what I want. I've done some research on different sites, and I know I should pay between X and Y. So really, the decision was happening online. The actual purchase was happening online. It was just the fulfillment. And then the exchange of currency or money or filling out the loan paperwork happened in a dealership. 
And then how do dealers make money online now? Because most of the margin has been starched out. They don't make money selling cars. They make money servicing the car post-purchase because you have to come back. On an inflation-adjusted basis, cars are less expensive and better than they used to be. Uh, but the move to distribution or the move away from distribution had to happen. So what do they do now? Companies like Volvo offer subscription purchases or you can trade in a car. But what they do is they have to compensate the dealership. So if you are living in a certain zip code and you go straight to the dealer or you go straight to the manufacturer, the manufacturer compensates the dealer network. And it's ended up that dealer networks are stronger than ever in terms from profitability because COVID has resulted and really strong consumer um, consumer demand because everybody has money. Anyways, uh, I don't think, I think auto dealerships are not long for this world. Um, it'll be like malls. It'll be like movie theaters. And that is they won't go out of business. There'll just be far fewer of them. And at some point, why on earth do I have to drive to a fucking dealership? Bring the car to me. I know what I want. And also, why do I have to take my car in to get it repaired? Come to me, drop off another Tesla or Range Rover, and then take my car and bring it back fixed with a wax job or whatever. I just, why on earth do you ever have to go to a dealership? By the way, one of the worst decisions I made in 2021 was having the clam chowder at the Lexus September to Remember event. Oh my God, food poisoning a la go-go. Not a good idea. I mean, just what was it that made me think that having the clam chowder at a Lexus dealership was a good idea? No, not a good idea. Anyways, the dealership and the automobile industry is a weak point of their brands. It's going to consolidate. Uh, they'll start buying back dealerships. In some states, they've actually passed laws where the manufacturer can own the dealership. But I would think over time, you're going to see the actual purchase, in addition to the psychological purchase, move online. Rivian and Lucid also sell directly to the consumer online, and they have a, and they have a limited amount of showrooms. Lucid has about 20 showrooms across the country. Rivian, fewer than that. Other big auto brands seem to be following uh, suit. The CEO of Ford, Jim Farley, announced that their EV sales would go 100% online in the future. Which brand will dominate the U.S. market in EV sales? I don't think they'll dominate, but I think the leader will be Tesla. They make an outstanding car. They have a head start. Uh, Tesla now has two-thirds share. I think that'll drop below 50%, but they'll still have huge sales because the market will grow so fast. And I think a lot of people will decide that they want a Tesla. I think it's a very strong self-expressive benefit brand. When you own a Tesla, it just says something about you the same way when you own Adidas or you have a Panerai watch, or you go to Wharton. It just says something about you. Some analysts predict that GM will end up pulling ahead of Tesla by 2030. I don't see it. I just don't think they have the brand equity. Why do they believe that? They have an ability to scale at a pace Tesla won't be able to because they have a much broader infrastructure in terms of factories and workers, but I just don't think the brand value is there. Next question. Hi, Professor G. I'm 34, living in Seattle. I've worked for Amazon for four and a half years and am currently a senior program manager within AWS HR. I'm also one of the employees that received the volunteer release program offer where you can apply to take a pretty good size severance package. In my case, it would last me about five months max. If I don't take the package by December 5th, I could potentially get laid off with less severance in 2023. Should I take the severance and risk a rocky job market, or should I wait and see if Amazon axes us in Q1? My gut says I should bail out now, but I could use any and all advice for the outlook of the job market in 2023. Uh, hello, Anonymous from Seattle. So first off, this is a deeply personal decision, and I'm going to provide you or um, give some input here. 
but you need to assemble a kitchen cabinet uh, from your spouse or partner to your parents or to other colleagues at Amazon and get a wisdom of crowd. Something I failed to do as a young man was that I conflated leadership with not listening to other people, that I was such a baller that I could make decisions and then manifest them and make them happen, not realizing the importance of others. It is very hard to read the label from inside of the bottle. So the first thing you're gonna do is present the same question to three, four, six people you trust, give them as much detail and color as possible. Now, some of the detail and color you should provide for them is, what kind of savings do you have? If you're 34 and in five months you would run out of money, in other words, you don't have money saved up, you don't wanna take this risk and you probably, I would say you probably want to stay and start looking for another job and wait till you have another job and then maybe leave. Because it sounds like you're on shaky ground right now. If they're offering you a package, that means there's a pretty good chance if you don't take the package, you're going to be laid off. But I don't even know enough about the odds of that. So the first thing I'd want to assess is what are the odds if I stay that I'll be laid off anyways? What is my current personal, emotional, intellectual, and financial um, prospects at the company. If they're looking to lay off people in your department right now, I would argue that that is not a growth part of the company and the prospects probably over the short and medium term are not that great. What ties me to this job? Do I have kids and family in Seattle such that if I got a job in the Bay Area at another tech company and there's a greater concentration of tech where you may want to stay? So a lot of this comes down to your personal situation, your fin personal financial situation, your agility or your willingness to move. All else being equal, I would argue that a firm that is offering packages and is about to give you five months, and if you've been there several years, and at your age, you're young, you're at Amazon, that's an amazing emblem, badge to have on your resume. If you think you're looking for a change, if you weren't really happy there, if you didn't think you had senior level sponsorship, if you're ready maybe to shake it up, this might be an interesting time to take the package and look around and see what else is out there. Having said that, this is a very important decision be very sober and honest about questions you ask yourself. But here's the bottom line. You are good enough that you got a job at one of the best firms in the world. What does that mean? It means you are really good. And if it's not Amazon, you are the solution to another firm's problems. So you are highly skilled. If you wouldn't mind, check back with us in three or six months and let us know what you decided. I appreciate the question. And again, again, you are very talented. That is obvious. Thanks for the question. We have one quick break before our final question. Stay with us. When your work presentations and docs look good, you look good. You can design stunning work presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos with Canva. You can start with a designer-made template, then use that as a springboard for your design. Add images, graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Or get a huge head start with AI-powered Canva presentations and docs. Just describe what you want with a few words, and Canva will generate amazing slides and text in seconds. It's AI that anybody can use, no matter what department you work in or whatever work task you need to get done. Look, we all need to visually communicate at work. Canva makes it easy to get your point across while looking professional. And at the end of it all, that stunning Canva presentation is going to make you look good. Wow any audience and finish your work faster. Start designing today at canva.com. Design for work. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. 
Luckily, Armor All, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armor All products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Welcome back. Question number three. Hi, Scott. Nate here from Brooklyn. One question for you. Uh, since it's the season of giving and thankfulness, uh, what's one time recently that you've been shown unconditional love? Uh, could be from family or friends, um, or just someone that you trust. Uh, great work, and I uh, love the show. Nate, that's a, a thoughtful and a generous question. Um, I think I get that a lot, but I get it in weird and small places. Uh, I have a close friend, my, my buddy Lee from uh, L.A. He'll take the time to call and leave this long voicemail about how much, how proud his parents are of me. Uh, and the fact that he takes the time to do that, that he thinks of it, uh, is this sort of, you know, kind of unconditional love. Um, I get it in weird ways. Um, I don't know if you call it unconditional love, but my son, we were in Morocco and my, we're all sleeping in a strange place. And my 12 year old gets night terrors and he got a night terror. And the first thing he screamed out was, you know, dad, dad. And I went running into his room and and I wouldn't call that unconditional love, but having sort of being the go-to in someone's life when they're unconsciously or consciously afraid is just, you don't want your son to be scared, but it's just such an immensely rewarding feeling to be that person for somebody that they just reflexively want you when they're scared. Uh, and I, don't, I, I guess that's not unconditional love. You know, I'm at a point in my life where I've had so much of that, where there was my mother... Um, I had a lot of people in my life, um, including my first wife, who demonstrated, I think, more loyalty and grace towards me than sometimes I did towards them. And But I'm trying to be on the flip side of that. I'm trying to show more, you know, unconditional uh, concern and affection. And I didn't figure that out until later in life. I saw most relationships like everything else as a transaction, and I think I just sort of subconsciously had a scorecard? Was I getting as much out of this relationship as I was giving? And what's really nice, or I think what you want to do as you get older, and I didn't get this until I was in my 40s, is you just make a decision. What kind of son do you want to be? What kind of friend do you want to be? What kind of boyfriend or girlfriend or husband or what do you want to be? And try to just be that person and always be on the plus side of the column. You know, it, my son was awful the other night. I'm going back to my son. He was being a jerk. He hadn't eaten. You know, he's my my like my youngest is tough. There's just no getting around it. He's tough. And he was totally out of line, deserved to be punished. Uh, his mom was furious at him. He know he did something where he really knew the moment he did it, he was really like knew he'd gone way too far and it screwed up and heard me coming down the hall, and I could tell he was scared knowing that punishment was coming his way. And I just laid down beside him and said, let's just, let's just go to sleep. And I'm trying to do more of that, just to every, at least once a day, express in some way, regardless of how you behave, regardless of what would be the right parenting thing to do, I'm going to express unconditional love. I'm not gonna judge you, I'm gonna, uh, 
shelve for the moment my role as a teacher or a mentor or the boss or your parent, and I'm just going to unconditionally love you. But uh, the headline news here is I got more than my fair share of unconditional love the first five decades of my life. Now for the next several, it's my turn to return it. That's all for this episode. Again, if you'd like to submit a question, please email a voice recording to officehours at propertymedia.com. Our producers are Caroline Chagrin, Claire Miller, and Drew Burrows. Sammy Resnick is our associate producer. If you like what you heard, please follow, download, and subscribe. Thank you for listening to the Prop G Pod from the Vox Media Podcast Network. We will catch you next week. Thanks to Canva for their support. You're busy, there's no denying that, and we all wish for just a little more time in the day. So why not let Canva help you get your work done faster and more efficiently? You can get started with their AI-powered presentations. Just describe what you want with a few words, and Canva will generate amazing slides in seconds. It's AI that anybody can use, no matter what department you work in or whatever task you need to get done. Finish your deck faster. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work.